Hi there, it's Liana Bolden with Eternally Speaking Now. The title of this message is Left to Cleft to Cleave. One of the Bible studies I put together for the women at my church was centered around the scriptures about rocks and stones. I had gone to scripture and I just looked them all up and there were over 450 verses about stones or rocks. I had no idea how long this Bible study would go and it ended up being 20 weeks. It was probably one of the most powerful and fruitful uh, experiences I've had long-term in a scripture study um, really for a few years, in in the last few years. Very exciting. Well, one of my many favorite verses about rocks is in Song of Solomon. This is chapter two, verses 13 and 14. And it says this, rise up, my love, my fair one, and come away. Oh, my dove, in the clefts of the rock, in the secret places of the cliff, let me see your face and let me hear your voice, for your voice is sweet and your face is lovely. Song of Solomon is a literal account of the beautiful, loving relationship between a man and the object of his affection, his wife. But it's also equally a picture of the beautiful, loving, spiritual relationship to be literally lived out in our lives between Jesus and his bride, his bride being the body of Christ, his believers, you and me. Yes, the Lord is calling you to rise up, to come away. Let him see your face. Let him hear your voice in the secret places of the cliff and in the clefts of the rock. Doesn't that sound wonderful? What exactly does it mean? (laughs) Good question, right? What is the cleft of the rock? Well, I searched for that answer and I found it. And I pray this insight deepens and widens your view of and your experience with Jesus as much as it did for me. So let's begin. What is the definition of a cleft? A cleft is defined as a hollow, a hole, or a rift in the rocks. It's a space or an opening that's made by a splitting. It's a place of concealment, a retreat, a refuge, and the abode of doves. Now, secondly, notice how these definitions are for a noun, a cleft, a hollow, a hole, a rift in the rock, space, opening made by a splitting, a place of concealment, retreat, refuge, abode of doves. That's it. Those are nouns, right? But if a cleft is the result of a cleaving, then what is the meaning of the verb to cleave? Well, this is where things get intriguing. The definitions for the verb to cleave are similar in both the Webster's Dictionary and the Strong's Bible Concordance. So here's the exciting part. There are two opposite meanings for this one verb to cleave. Two opposite meanings for this one verb to cleave. So here are the definitions that, and what I've done is I've combined what the dictionary says and what the Bible concordance say. 
they say the same thing. I'm just going to give you the actual words. I've just kind of merged them together. Okay. So here's one of the two opposite meanings for the verb to cleave. Hang in there. This is so powerful. So amazing. It's going to change your life. All right. One of them, one of the definitions is this cutting or splitting something apart with a sharp instrument to divide as if cutting a blow to rend, break through, to breach, burst, break forth, tear, cut, shred, and strike. Sounds harsh, doesn't it? Sounds brutal even, possibly painful. In fact, I guess it would take an aggressive act to rip open a rock, wouldn't it? But wait, to cleave also means the exact opposite. To adhere to closely, loyally, and unwaveringly. To cling to, to follow hard, overtake and stick, to keep fast, to keep together, to abide closely, to join together, to pursue and continue in. What? How can one word have two drastically opposite definitions? On the one hand, to cleave is to violently rip open, creating a hole or a separation. Yet on the other hand, to cleave is to adhere so closely together that there is no separation. (laughs) What does all this mean? How do we apply this to our lives? Well, here it is. Oh, I pray you catch this and keep it forever. Hide this. Hide this in your heart. And listen, please. Jesus is our rock. On the cross, he took upon himself the punishment for our sins. He was cleft. He was split open. He was rent, torn, and broken apart. It was a violent, brutal death that he willingly endured for us. He was cut, and his blood burst out and broke forth. That's what our sin caused. Yet, in his splitting, in his tearing, in his shed blood, we find refuge. We are hidden. He's our safe place. We now faithfully adhere to him and unwaveringly cling to him, so tightly linked together that nothing can separate us. Romans 8, 38 to 39 says, For I am persuaded that neither life nor death, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. We hide ourselves in our rock, Jesus, who was cleft for us. The old hymn, Rock of Ages, comes to mind. Here are the lyrics of the first verse. Rock of Ages, cleft for me, let me hide myself in thee. Let the water and the blood from thy riven side which float be of sin the double cure. Save me from its guilt and power. Amen. So I leave you with this challenge. 
In the midst of studying this topic, I was reminded of the verse in Genesis about leaving and cleaving in marriage. You know, the one spoken about the the man leaving his father and mother and cleaving. Here's what it says in Genesis 2, 23 to 24. Adam said, This is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. Therefore shall a man leave his father and mother and shall cleave unto his wife and they shall be one flesh. Jesus actually echoes this in Matthew 19, verses four to six. This is what it says. And he answered and said to them, have you not read that he who made them at the beginning made them male and female and said, for this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife and the two shall become one flesh. So then they are no longer two, but one flesh. Therefore, what God has joined together, let not man separate. See this principle of leaving and cleaving. It has two applications. One is physical and the other spiritual. The way we live this truth on a physical earthly level is apparent, I think. Regarding marriage, the son leaves his parents and cleaves to his wife. He leaves his old life and embraces the new. I used to think the spiritual application of these verses had to do with us leaving the world behind and clinging to Jesus. And while that is a very clear calling for all Christians, it's written on almost every page of the Bible, but I realize now I had things flipped backwards with these specific verses. Oh, follow me. If these verses are instructions about literal marriage, which they are, then the spiritual application needs to be parallel to that instruction, correct? Therefore, I propose that they guide us in the following way. Oh, I pray you don't miss this. Regarding our relationship with God, the son, that's Jesus, the son of God, Messiah, our bridegroom, he left his parent, the heavenly father, so that he may now cleave to us, his bride. Okay, listen, listen. Let me go back first. I just want to make sure everyone gets this. All right. About a minute or so ago, I said, regarding marriage, the son leaves his parents and cleaves to his wife, right? This reason, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife. That's the literal application for marriage. Spiritually, it's got to be parallel, right? The son leaves his parents. The son, Jesus, left his parent, the heavenly father. He left heaven and he came so that he may cleave, cleave to us, his bride. Leaving and cleaving. This changes everything. Yes, on the cross, Jesus was cleft so that we may cleave to him. That's not negated in what I'm saying. But he first left heaven so that he may cleave to us. Our relationship with the Lord is not one-sided. Hmm, does that mean we too must be cleft? 
that Jesus may boundlessly cleave to us? I believe so. I do. How? What's that look like? Break away and split apart from the world's ways. Radically sever all ties with the lies of the enemy. Determined to violently strike down sin and temptation in your life. Cut off and separate from the lust of the flesh. Creating a hole, a space, a cleft that only Jesus can fill. Leave the old nature behind and cleave unto the new life in Christ. And let him now follow hard after you and overtake you and keep you and do the same for him. (laughs) And what God has joined together, let not man separate. So I say, rise up, beloved bride of God. Come away with him. Leave that worldly stuff behind. Crawl up into Jesus' side. Cleave to him and let him cleave to you. Let him see your face and hear your voice. For he says to you, your voice is sweet and your face is lovely. Find refuge, safety, and yes, salvation in the cleft of the rock. All praise and glory be unto you, Lord Jesus Christ. He was left to be cleft that we may cleave. Now we leave and are cleft that he may cleave.